the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Have you wondered what the Biden administration would do if, and that's a huge if, if Roe v. Wade was overturned? Well, if you thought he would do something radical, oh my goodness, you have no idea how radical he might be. I've got that story, but first, we're going to go back to the phones, and we've got Frank in Columbus. Hey, Frank, you're on Bobberty Live. Welcome. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, Bob. I take it you were off last week, so uh, hopefully it wasn't for anything bad. Maybe a vacation, right? Fr- Frank, I'm always a little off. People have been telling me I've been off for for years. Yes, we uh, yes we took some vacation. Yes, we did and enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, fantastic! Everybody needs to do that, especially you do this every day, Bob. I don't know how much your head can take. You gotta walk away sometimes. <laughs> that, I use I use a lot. I use a lot of duct tape. I use a lot of duct tape. And my studio, the walls are padded, so um, it works. It works. All right, what's on your mind? Yeah. So, hey, Al, the last caller, a lot of great points. Um, first off, um, as far as Ukraine goes, you know, I don't think it's something to make both of them look good. If you look at China, they've been constantly probing Taiwan, and, you know, which is basically the same thing we're seeing the Russians do. Number one, always remember, that's a Russian border as well as a Ukrainian border. So what they right. do on their side of their border is their business, number one. Number two, the history of Ukraine. Let's look at what happened. Obama, in 2014, we sent funds and people over to disrupt that country, to get rid of a leader who was friendly to Russia more than he was to the West. So the guy had a flea and to go to Russia. They, they, they installed a Western puppet in there. Now, that's 2014. Let's fast forward now to back to today. Oh, wait, wait a minute. One back step there. We promised uh, when the wall fell and, and, and supposedly communism fell and the, you know, the Soviet Union disintegrated, we, would only, you know, we wouldn't go this far with NATO. Actually, Russia wanted to join NATO at that time. But anyways, we wouldn't go east with NATO, and certainly we have. And then we install a puppet regime. Basically, what you have in Ukraine right now is a, a Western-installed puppet. And the Russians say, hey, look, you know, you're going to have us surrounded. Basically, we would. And we want assurances that you're not going to put missiles, inter- intermediate-range missiles like, like Al talked about, or, or, or make them a member of NATO. That's all they wanted. And Biden couldn't do this. Biden is doing, 
he's trying to look like he's some kind of tough guy. You know, this is the guy that told one guy, you don't work for me, or I don't work for you, blah, blah, blah. I'll take Trump behind the shed. All the other things that he says. He's trying to make himself look like a tough guy, but the whole world knows he's weak. So, yes, they are probing and they are messing with him, and they're messing with him because he is weak. Now, I'm going to try to go ahead. Yeah, well, there is no doubt that he's weak, and uh, I'm not an expert on on anything. Uh, I've been in Ukraine. That doesn't make me an expert on anything. I know a lot, however, about their neighbor to the west, Moldova, very, very tiny. But I've been there, I think, 21 times through the years. And I know that the Russians are desperately trying to get the children back from the old Soviet Union. They are desperately trying to bring all the kids back under Mother Russia. They have unleashed an enormous propaganda onslaught on the people of Moldova, uh, trying to switch their allegiance from the West back to Russia. And they've been doing the same thing in Ukraine for a long, long time, and they have not been real successful. Uh, I know people in Ukraine, and what they are telling me is that the people— now, there are Russian sympathizers in Ukraine, but the overwhelming majority are very, very pro-West rather than pro-Russian. So th- there is that added dynamic. I agree with you. There's a puppet government there and, and so forth. But the people, for the most part, do not want to go back under Russian control. And that's, I think that's what's heartbreaking because they're, they're, they're like pawns in this whole thing. Well, the point of the matter is they're pawns, but we've played them on the chessboard, and, and here we are. So I'm going to leave that alone. But real okay. quickly, Canada, yeah. uh, you know what? If you want to see what they would want to do here, watch Canada. You, you know, Justin Trudeau, he's a little, you know, he, he actually admires the Chinese dictatorship because they're so flexible. They can change their direction so quick. He admires the dictators of, of China. And, and he said this. These are words right out of his mouth. I watched another video today that was astonishing. I can't remember the whole thing. But I guarantee you, we're going to have our own little convoy here pretty soon. I'm actually thinking about taking well, a little no doubt. And, and, yeah, and I, doing, I, I, doing I have my no part. doubt. Yep. Yeah. Did you, did you, hey, all right. Hey, thanks, Frank. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Uh, yep. speak, thanks, all right. All right. Bye-bye. Speaking of Trudeau, did you hear what he did yesterday? He put parliament into absolute chaos. Now, if you follow British politics, particularly in the House of Commons, they yell and scream at each other all the time. It's just kind of, it's just kind of typical one person stands up and screams at someone on the other side of the chamber. That's just part of British politics. They scream. They yell. They do things that Americans would never do in the House of Representatives or in the Senate. But Canada, their government is fashioned far more after the British government than ours. But as far as decorum, they are much more like America than they are Great Britain. But anyway... The uh, the House of Commons yesterday 
broke out into absolute screaming, yelling, shouting, name-calling chaos because the Prime Minister Trudeau said to a Jewish member of Parliament, a Jewish member of Parliament who is a conservative, Trudeau is a liberal, uh, this uh, Jewish member of the Parliament is conservative, Trudeau said, you would support a swastika. Well, uh, Parliament went crazy. They went absolutely crazy. Uh, The parliamentarian or whoever is uh, given the task of trying to keep things under control. uh, Anyway, it it was just nuts. Can you imagine the prime minister of Canada accusing a Jewish member of the government of supporting Nazis and swastikas. It, uh, it, it did not go well. Uh, conservative members of parliament were demanding an apology from Trudeau, and uh, I checked a couple of hours ago, and so far Trudeau has not been willing to issue any, any, any kind of apology. But Frank was right. If you want to see where the socialists in America would like to take us, look no further than Canada. I think the most egregious thing that Trudeau has done with his whole truck convoy thing is that he has ordered banks in Canada to freeze the funds of the people involved in these protests. Can you imagine? You don't agree with the government, and so your bank account is frozen. Um, I don't think things are going to get better in Canada. Uh, I do not like violence. I do not want violence. I pray that violence does not occur in Canada. But the way Trudeau is handling this situation in Canada is inciting the, uh, well, it's pouring, literally pouring gas on the flames of the protests, not only the truck convoy, but other protests around the country, arresting preachers, this Polish pastor, pa- Palowski, Palowski, I think, well, it's close to that. He's in solitary confinement because he preached the sermon supporting the truckers. Uh, did he hurt anybody? No. Did he incite violence? No. Did he lead a riot? No. He preached the sermon and supported the truckers. He was arrested, and he's in solitary confinement. I don't think the people of Canada will tolerate that. And again, I hope and pray that it does not turn violent, but I also hope and pray that the people of Canada do not tolerate it. All right, now, when we come back... Uh, What might the Biden administration do to support abortion if Roe v. Wade were to be overturned? If you haven't heard about this, you got to hear. 
Talk about radical? Oh, yeah. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Uh, it is no secret that Joe Biden is the most pro-abortion president in American history. Not even close. Oh, yeah, he says he's a practicing Catholic, but Catholic doctrine means nothing to him. Uh, for President Biden, religion is a crutch. It's something you do to make yourself feel good as long as there's nothing in that religion that you disagree with. It's, I mean, it's, it's really sad. But anyway, he is without a doubt, without any controversy, the most pro-abortion president in American history and the most pro-abortion presidential administration in history. And again, that's that's not debatable. It is not debatable. Now, what would happen if Roe v. Wade were overturned? Well, the common sense answer is very simple. The decisions on abortion would not be left with the federal government at all. It would go completely back to individual states. So Ohio would have their rules, regulations, and laws concerning abortion. California would have theirs. And obviously those two states would be quite, quite different in the way they handle abortion. That's the practical answer, the simple answer if Roe v. Wade were overturned. Now, would the radical pro-abortion people just allow that to happen? Uh, No way. So would they try to find some way around this state thing? And the answer is yes. Now, I want to make it clear. There's no indication that this decision has been made yet. Again, I want to make that clear. There's no indication that this decision has been made, but reliable sources are saying that the Biden administration is talking seriously about how they would respond if Roe v. Wade were overturned so that, for instance, here in Ohio, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, the heartbeat bill immediately kicks in. And abortions would be absolutely illegal, outlawed, at about six weeks. That would put to an end almost all the abortions in the state of Ohio. Well, what could Biden do about that? It would be a state issue. Here's what they're talking about. Here's what they're talking about. They're talking about leasing federal land, federal property, to abortion clinics. For instance, here in the state of Ohio, there are all kinds of places that are federal land. Uh, In the Columbus area, there are several locations that are actually operated by the federal government. It's federal property. 
So the Biden administration is discussing, well, why don't we just lease some of that federal property to Planned Parenthood? Then the abortion facility would not be on state property, therefore not under the laws of the state, but actually under federal control and through an executive order or whatever, President Biden could say, hey, uh, if you're on federal property, you can do abortions. Now, there's a lot of controversy over whether this would be legal, whether it be constitutional, how it would stand up to legal fights if that were to be Ohio. And uh, our attorney general here in Ohio would say, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have laws about abortion here in our state, and we don't care whether you're on federal property or not. You are in the state of Ohio, and we are going to enforce our state laws. There would be a huge legal battle over this. There is no doubt. But here's the thing that grabbed my attention. There is almost low limit to what this administration and the liberal left in general will do to keep killing innocent, unborn babies. Is that important? It is that vital. The killing of innocent, unborn babies is like a religious conviction. And in fact, I think it is like a religious conviction. So the Biden administration, and again, I don't want to mislead. I don't want to jump to conclusions. uh, But reliable sources are saying that the Biden administration is seriously considering this option. If Roe v. Wade were overturned, they could go in through the back door. And even states like Ohio that are very pro-life Individuals could still get abortions on federal land. Are they radical? Oh, yes, they are radical. There's almost no limit to how radical they are when it comes to the culture of death. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.